Happy New Year, listeners. Happy New Year. Happy 2022. Oh, my word. It feels like about March already. Yeah. Oh, I wish, no, I'm not going to say I wish it was. No. No, let's not. Let's not, not wish the year away. Let's not wish the year away. No. We are Bessie and Rita of the She Watchables podcast. Hello, welcome. And we've decided to start our year. Oh, we're starting it off well. I'm so we? excited. I'm quite excited also. <laughs> I'm so excited. Um, we're starting off with, we've never done this before. No. It's a two-parter. It is. Only because we are terrified of making a four-hour <laughs> podcast. We think devo- our devoted listeners would listen to a four-hour podcast. They yeah, definitely. I reckon they stick with us that long. Well, they're just going to have to wait until February yeah. for, the, for the second half. Yep. Because we're doing a long film today. Yeah, it, it was long on its original release and then it got made longer. Even longer. Much to our happiness. It did. Please don't fear, listeners, it's <laughs> not Justice League. <laughs> Oh my. Have you seen Justice No, sorry, League? Betty refuses to watch Justice League based on BVS Dodge. I've wasted so many hours of my life on Justice League. No, I don't understand why. Oh, BVS Dodge was so rubbish. Oh, it... I have a soft spot. <laughs> I have a soft spot for it, but no. No, Justice League's unforgivable. Anyway, it's yeah. not Justice League. No, it's, it's not, not Justice League. Um, this month we are discussing <laughs> a film which uh, recently had a significant anniversary. Mm-hmm. It's an international film. Okay. You're going to go with international? Do you reckon international? Yes. Yeah. I kind of feel international yeah. about it. Like, I it's not It's not f- Hollywood. It isn't Hollywood. It's no, not British. It's not British. Um, we're dropping lots of hints here. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to say it's predominantly a film from New Zealand. Yes. I can't argue with that. So, if you haven't guessed already, it's Peter Jackson's Fellowship of the Ring. Yay. And we're going to do it in two parts, because... We're doing the definitive version, right? Just yes. to clarify. Extended version. Yeah. Yeah. That is, that is, that the is only it. version. It is the only version. Yeah. Why didn't they just release that to start with in the cinema? Because it is four hours long. I don't mind. And people's bladders are only <laughs> so big. You go to Walton Picture House, you get to have a bathroom break halfway through. Oh, I know. Uh, Rumour has it that's opening again this year. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah just watch, maybe they can show this. That would be a great idea. Yeah. I believe, uh, I read today on Facebook, which obviously everything on Facebook is true, mm-hmm. that um, the first cut of the new Doctor Strange film is three hours long. Yes. And then you've got the end credit sequence, which I'm will make it this. four. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. I'm quite happy about that. Yeah. <laughs> so this was, oh, I've not even written down the statistics about how long it was and how long oh, it is. Oh, right. So, oh, do you have come the on, I've got, do you have the I've numbers? got my homework. Oh, do you? you? You're starting the new year off fresh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This energy will not last beyond the end of January that feels like a year in itself. Yes, it does. Um, so the original was like three hours long. It was like okay. two hours, 58 minutes. Right. And then... That's the cinematic release, original cinematic release, and mm-hmm. the extended versions, which are now, as we say, the definitive the ones. Versions. Um, it basically adds thirty minutes of extra footage. It's, it's right. basically three and a half hours long, or okay. two hundred and eight minutes if that's how you like to work. Yep. So yeah, it's that's... pretty hefty. Which it is, you know, but it doesn't feel it when you watch it. I don't think. No, I don't think so. 
I don't think so. Um, although, obviously, this time we've watched it. I, I've just watched the first half mm-hmm. or the first disc mm-hmm. um, a couple of times. So have you have you watched the whole thing through or have you just watched the first bit? I've watched, uh, I've watched the whole thing through mm-hmm. um, because I was unlucky enough to get the dreaded Lurgy before ah, Christmas. of course. And yes. therefore was under house arrest yes. for over a week. So took the opportunity to force... Um, my other half to watch yes. Lord of the Rings for mm-hmm. the first time. So I have done a complete rewatch. Right. But then I've yeah, I've done like just a first disc yeah. little fast forward watch for, you know, picking yeah. out purposes. Yeah. And do you know what I, I think's really interesting is I've I've watched the first half, obviously for for the purposes of said podcast. Mm-hmm. Um I've watched it a couple of times and it it's weird because it kind of stands on its own as, as its own film. Yeah. It's almost like Peter Jackson has uh, made the extended edition to be watched mm. in two parts, mm-hmm. almost like Justice League, actually, um, which is made to, well, it's made to be watched by no one ever. <laughs> but um, it is actually in several parts, isn't it? The uh, the just the um, the Zack Snyder uh, recut. I don't know because I've never watched. Because you it. don't care. Yeah. yeah, it's quite right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but it is. It's kind of. It's almost in episodes. It, right. Okay. So right. yeah, it's almost like Peter Jackson <laughs> has, has has done this, has preempted it, and mm-hmm. you know made it so it can be watched mm-hmm. in, in eight maybe individual episodes. Yeah. Which is interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Six. Yes, six. Yeah. My word. It's you been are... a long week already. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're on the ball today, and I haven't had enough coffee. <laughs> So, um, IMDb score mm. of 8.8. 8. Super respectable, not high enough. That's exactly <laughs> what I've written. That's enough. exactly what I've written. Yeah, too low. Yeah, Should sorry. be in the nines. Oh, Should be in the... Easily. Yeah, in the, mid, in the mid to high nines. Yeah, 8.8. Yeah. 8. You know, it, it's, it's respectable, I suppose. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I think it's much better than that. I noticed on IMDb, and I mean, I should know this anyway, but it's uh, got a PG rating. Wow, and I feel like it's um, it you know I don't think twelve A was around when this came out, was it? Yes. I mean, I should yes, probably do my homework. It definitely was. But was. It definitely it? was because the first, as I recall, the first twelve. Oh, now the first twelve film was Batman. Uh huh. Wasn't it? That was the first twelve film. The first twelve A film. Twelve A is like twelve light, isn't it? Yeah. Basically. My my spidey sense is telling me it might have been a Spider Man film, but okay, I, I may be wrong about that. We'll have to do some research. Uh, yeah, okay. This is um, yeah, this, this is has a, to be part two. Yeah, yeah. Or, or, or part two. Yes, can, exactly. We can just part two. Just, <laughs> oh, part two is going to be amazing. Yeah, <laughs> full of facts. Yeah. full of correct facts. Footnote: As usual, we're both about half right. Betty rightly states that the 12A rating was only introduced in 2002, a year after Fellowship was released. Although the 2002 Spider-Man film was one of the first to have the certificate, the honour of being the first went to the Bourne Identity. The 12A rating replaced the former 12 certificate, introduced in 1989, and Batman was indeed the first 12-rated film. Fellowship was rated PG, but had to display an additional warning that children under eight may be upset by some of the scenes, possibly the more mushy ones. But yeah, I PG think it's pretty um, wow. It's a high going, PG. I think. Yeah, yeah, because there is a lot of violence, even though it's fantasy. Yeah, there's a lot of violence and a lot of scariness in it and stuff. I think so. Mm. Maybe we can skip 
all the way to the end of my notes to can you watch it with your mum in terms of scary uh, scariness. Oh, yeah, definitely, because I think she'd fall asleep in about the first five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> but okay. if she did like it, um, if she was a fan of, of Lord of the Rings kind of fantasy thing. films, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. I-, I could watch this with my mum. Yeah, yeah, I think mm. I could watch it with my mum, but there are some little little scary bits, mm. just some just some small, you yeah. know, little bits. Um, I wrote down a bit that's actually in part two, so we'll come back to that <laughs> next month. But, um, but, yeah, I mean, the thing, the thing that I always think is a bit... Um, uh, the top, uh, the weather top. Mm-hmm. Um, when Aragon sets the ring wraith's face on fire. Yeah, <laughs> I mean little... it's kick-ass. It is, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then, to be fair, subsequently the ring wraith does kind of wave its arms around in a slightly <laughs> weedy fashion, exactly. Yeah, which takes away from the <laughs> from the scariness. But that, yeah, it is full on that, mm-hmm. isn't it? He throws a, a sword at its face yeah. and sets it on fire. Yeah. So yeah, that's a little bit scary. Um, it, there's no um. There's no bad language unless you count the foul tongue of Mordor. Yes. Which none of us speak or understand, so I think yeah. you can... We're uh, not as offended by it as we're not. And no, others. goodness, I know, yeah. yeah. But, um, but yeah, but it is, it's a little scary for wee ones, mm. possibly, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Although I am surprised at how much kids will watch and not be scared by. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's always quite surprising, the things that set kids off, isn't it? Yeah, I think, yeah. As we have moved on since its release in 2001, I reckon, mm. yeah, PG's fair enough for these days. Maybe. But I just yeah. feel like at the time. Yeah. Like, you know. Yeah, the goblins 20, are a 20 bit years scary. Ago. If I was a kid, the goblins would have scared me, yeah. I think, and the Uruk High. And there's a bit quite... of um, torture with poor Gollum Goodness, as yeah, well. Gollum. And... Yeah, yeah. And there is, um, what would they call it? Peril. Peril. Uh, threat. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of that going on, yeah. isn't there, throughout yeah. the film? So, um, yeah, IMDb 8.8. It won... I mean, I was surprised. I mean, I remember it being up for a lot of awards. But I was surprised when I went back to it and and saw what it actually won. It only won four Oscars. Mm -hmm. Um, And those were for cinematography. Yep, fur do. Yeah. Makeup. Yep. Original score and visual effects. Yep, yep, we'll give it that. But Mm -hmm. it was A Beautiful Mind that won... Best picture and director that year. Yeah, I was looking at like what it was up against, and like I guess there is some tough competition there. But if, I mean, just biased. Yes, know, absolutely. I, yeah, this is better than those things. It but um, I think the awards were still a little bit sniffy about fantasy yes. films. I, I mean, they still right. are a bit sniffy about them, yeah. really, but yeah. it's getting better. There's some directors more than others yeah. are sniffy about <laughs> fantasy films. But yeah. No, I, you're quite right. I think we've moved on from them. Yes. And superhero films and fantasy films, and the, obviously the raging success of Game of Thrones mm-hmm. has made fantasy a lot more acceptable yeah, in the mainstream. Absolutely. I think if, if you had that line-up now, I think Fellowship would clear the boards, yeah. wouldn't it? Mm-hmm. Whereas A Beautiful Mind was a proper... Oscar film. Yes. Wasn't it? Yes. Have you seen it? Um, when it first came out. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, meh. But I don't think I was paying that much no. attention to it, to be honest. No. It, you know, it's good enough, but... Yeah. Yeah. It's got it's one of those films that's got Oscars stamped all over it and... Most definitely. Yeah. And um, I don't know if you've got this down in your cast and crew, but uh, Russell Crowe was considered for the role so. of Aragorn and turned it down to do Beautiful Mind. So yeah, well, eh, you know, I'm kind of glad to be honest. Oh goodness, yeah, me too, me too. Yeah, uh, well, and and so is he, presumably, because <laughs> <laughs> it was true, yeah. <laughs> very true. Um, but yeah, it was um, it was nominated for like another nine Oscar mm-hmm. 
um, categories as well. So, yeah. you know, we kind of got some recognition. Yeah, tons. At the time. Yeah. And then um, it pretty much cleaned up at the BAFTAs, I think. Yes. And Ian McKellen won Best Actor at the um, Screen Actors Guild. That's right, yeah. Awards. But, um, interestingly, the cast didn't win the Ensemble Award. What's all that about? Yeah. Yeah, they got beat by Gosford Park, which yes. I've not seen. I don't think I have. And I did have a quick look at it to see if it's a possibility for a future episode. But I think it is mostly US funded, even though there's quite a lot of right. British cast. Okay. But, um, yeah, no, I don't think I... But, yeah, I mean, the cast of this film is I would say second to none but I haven't seen Gosford Park so I can't they're a hardcore cast they got tattooed together they did (sighs) they did wouldn't you have loved to have worked on that film yeah although I would have been jealous that they were all going off getting a tattoo and I wouldn't be because I wouldn't be one of them well Peter Jackson got a tattoo as well didn't he but after all the rest of them oh good and all those had a uh, sorry this is the nine members of the fellowship Uh Um, they had a tattoo that said Nine in Elvish, mm-hmm. and Peter Jackson apparently got one that said ten. But <laughs> <I laughs> he just went that. along after them, after yeah. all the rest of it. I want one too. <laughs> yeah, too right. But I think he's allowed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, so yeah. In terms of how how British slash non Hollywood is it? Mm-hmm. You know, this one might be sneaking in because the there the were some dollars went into the film, <laughs> a few. But I mean, I've written. I've written down that it's, yeah, it's from New Zealand and the US. Mm-hmm. It was filmed in New Zealand. Yeah. It's directed by Peter Jackson, mm-hmm. who is from New Zealand. It's based on a book by J.R.R. Tolkien, who is English, but he was born in South Africa. Mm-hmm. And it's a mostly British and uh, New Zealand cast. Yeah. So uh, it, it is international, but there's a there's a tiny little bit of, of US influence there. Yes, but I there's would say like Hollywood funds. Yes, yeah, and a few... Uh, Hollywood actors. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I still think it comes under our jurisdiction and they're our rules. Yeah. So, so me. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's a very, very well-reasoned argument you made. <laughs> Trying to keep the podcast running time now. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Um, so when did you first see it and where, do you remember? Um, on its release in the cinema. Mm-hmm. I don't think we went to like the opening night of it but we no. certainly went opening weekend yeah because um, I remember the cinema was packed yeah um, and it was like a big family outing oh that's nice yeah those dad's sisters brother-in-laws not mum right um, so yeah I think mm-hmm. she might have been like babysitting or something yeah but um, it's not a cup of tea anyway no but yeah um, only one of my group of fellow viewers mm-hmm. in my family didn't like it oh and his problem with it was that it didn't have a proper ending oh okay well, that's kind of getting into the part two right yes but he didn't yeah. like the right. non-end ending had, had he not realized that it was part of a trilogy was <laughs> that no quite possibly not okay no. fair enough fair enough probably not Black. So you went as a family, so is that because you are fans of the book or some were well, fans of the book? I'd never read the book right, at okay. this point. I was just very excited by like the spectacle of it all, yes. knowing that it was you know such a, a sort of huge undertaking mm-hmm. for a film that like you'd never had anything made like this before. Yeah. My dad was a massive fan of the books. Yeah. Um, and my big sister, big sister number one, mm-hmm. uh, she was a big fan of the book. 
mm-hmm. and the rest of us just all kind of like tagged along, tagged along for the yeah. for the pleasure of watching the film. Yeah. But then obviously after watching the film, we're like, I have to read the books now because yes. I cannot wait a whole year to find out how this ends. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's exactly what I did. Yeah. Because I read The Hobbit when I was younger, much younger. I'm going to show my age now. I read The Hobbit because I was stuck on. Uh, a bit of the ZX Spectrum Hobbit game. Um, and I needed to know how to uh, get off the Lonely Mountain. Right. Um, so I read the book. Excellent. <laughs> Did it help? Uh, I'm not going to lie, reading the um, ZX Spectrum game walkthrough... Um, that helped a bit more. <laughs> it did help slightly more. Yeah. Uh, I'm not entirely sure how you were supposed to beat that game without the walkthrough. It was just unbelievable. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, fond memories of playing the game. Um, with the round green door and oh my just like <laughs> next month oh it, it gives me goosebumps nice. just thinking about the green door um so yeah when you bought the cassette <laughs> oh my oh no come on i had a my first computer was an amstrad it had a cassette oh okay and it used to enough. take 40 minutes to load the game <laughs> yeah these kids today don't know the bar they don't um so yeah you got the cassette and you got the book. You got uh-huh. the book free with it. Nice. So, um, so yeah. So I read the book because I was playing the game and uh-huh. needed some tips on uh, on how to how to beat the you know yeah the elves and whatnot. Um, so I'd read The Hobbit, but I hadn't read Lord of the Rings because I mean it's a chunky tome, isn't it? It is. So I hadn't at that point. But like yourself, when I went to see it, I just went to see it because I you know just love that kind of film mm-hmm. and like you say the spectacle and the trailers and whatnot. Um, and yeah, immediately got home and you know, got the book yeah. and, and read it and just loved it because, like you say, I just needed to know what happened. Mm-hmm. Couldn't wait another year. Yay. Um, so would you say it's rewatchable? I mean, you kind of <laughs> have to because uh, that's, that's our remit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if not, we may as well stop yes, now. Yes, it's rewatchable. Yes. No, it really is rewatchable. I mean, it really is. It's like an annual thing. Yeah, you never get tired of uh-uh. it. There are a few films that I could, I'd be happier to watch mm-hmm. at any time yeah. <laughs> than, yeah. than this. This yeah. is proper like comfort viewing as well. Yes, definitely. And yeah, just the extended when they came out. Did you have? Did you buy the original editions? I did. Then yeah, the, yeah, I, I did. Uh, yeah, I had the original edition, then bought the extended Blu-rays, and they just add so much. I mean, I keep thinking about getting like the four K extended mm-hmm. editions now. Yeah. But I kind of want to hear it from somebody who's got that and compared it to Blu-ray and sort yeah. of figure out whether it is worth it. Yeah. Like, you know, does it poke your eyes out with how amazing the quality <laughs> is? Or is it just about the same? Yeah, I mean, if it's anything like The Hobbit, I don't even want to go there. Oh, we may spend some time going, <laughs> going over Maybe we can Hobbit, briefly but... talk about that at the oh, end of the whole... man. But the way that looks at the cinema, yeah. with the however many frames per it's second, it was terrifying. Yeah. It looked like a... Episode of Neighbours or something. Yes, Crossroads. exactly. Yeah, yeah, that was the other yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, it was terrible. And or Benny Hill because everyone seems to be moving at entirely the wrong <laughs> yeah. speed. We'll come back to Benny Hill weirdly later, but you know it's just a little trailer. I'm intrigued. Um, <laughs> so yeah, is it rewatchable? Yes, I should say so. Mm. I've watched it, you know, a dozen times mm-hmm. or more. Mm-hmm. Um, and is it in your top ten? Oh, absolutely. And if anybody even tries to push me to distinguish between the three films to say no one count one film counts as one of your top ten no rubbish the whole thing is one that was going to be my next question does it count (laughs) as three films or does it count as one film the whole trilogy I think yeah you've got to take them all together I think yeah how how could you pick them apart like and and actually choose 
just like to put one of them. It's like in choosing your favorite somewhere. cat. Yeah, yeah. Couldn't do it. Can't do it. No. Quite right. Quite right. So, how many degrees of Richard Curtis did you have? Did you have a? I have not done this. Okay. Well, we've got another part to go next month, so, so maybe you can come I've, back to... I've peaked too soon with my homework <laughs> early on. You have, you have. And then I realised I've not done degrees to Richard You've Curtis. Out of steam. Uh, but yes, I knew that you would have this in hand. Right, so I'm not entirely sure I've got month. it in hand. It's uh, <laughs> it's kind of a slippery eel type thing, if, okay. it, is, if it is in hand. Um, and it's it, I've gone full geek on this one. Mm. Um, Excellent. And slightly, uh, slightly out of film territory, so I'm not sure if this... Mm counts i've gone all around the um the, the media um so elijah wood i thought i'd stick with elijah wood because arguably i mean we'll we'll, we'll get to cast uh, an mvp uh, mm-hmm. in a more but i would say arguably elijah wood's the kind of center of this film yeah he's the character that we follow i suppose the most mm-hmm. so i thought i'd stick with elijah wood he starred in underrated and criminally early cancelled uh, series, Dirt Gently's oh, Holistic yes. Detective Agency. Please bring back Dirt Gently, anyone who's listening. Yeah, and also, if you've not watched it, just go and watch it. Oh, so good. Especially the first season. The second season was good. Yeah. But that first season's just amazing. It is. The second season would be better if you knew that it was going to get a third season. It was, yeah. But, um, yeah, the first season just stands alone. Yes, Amazing. yeah, you can just just yeah. watch that by itself, yeah. Mm. And your man, your man who plays Dirt Gently, whose name I've entirely forgotten. Yes, yeah, I don't know his name either. Uh, he needs yeah. to be the next Doctor Who. Oh, he'd be a good Doctor Who. Well, he basically plays Doctor Who in Dirt Gently, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, he does, so, really. Yeah. yeah, good point. Uh, I, w- I would love that. Mm-hmm. Where were we? Footnote. Samuel Barnett played Dirt Gently in the latest adaptation of the book series. He's mostly a theatre actor, he's from Whitby, and he's descended from a long line of magicians. Come on, Russell T. Davis, the campaign to elect him the next Doctor starts here. I'm, I need Mr. a tangent Curtis. alarm. I'm going to get a tangent button. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so, yes, um, Elijah Wood starred in uh, Dirk Gently's Holistic Detective Agency, available to watch on Netflix, which was based on a book by Douglas Adams. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Douglas cool. Adams also wrote Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Yeah. Um, starring the uh, wonderful Sam Rockwell, who's mm-hmm. amazing in everything. Everything. Um, he co-starred in Galaxy Quest mm-hmm. uh, with Alan Rickman. Yeah. Alan Rickman was in <laughs> Love Actually. Excellent. Which was written and directed by Richard Curtis. It was yeah. a little bit out there. Well, there's no rules to say it all has to be film connections. It's, no, no. Know. And, and again, these are rules that we make. So yes, yeah, true. There we go. Yeah, there we go. Excellent. Well done. So I have got another one, but I'm going to save that for next time. Okay, that's good homework. Actually, I've got a very yeah, I've got a very very simple one, but yeah, I'll save that. <laughs> I'll save that for next time. So um, the rest of the cast. Mm-hmm. So it, it's an almighty cast. There is a lot of it is. <laughs> main There's characters in this film. Yeah. So yeah, I think we're going to kind of like split it up a little bit, aren't we? We're going to save some for next time. So, already mentioned Elijah Wood, but I think he might have been one of the reasons that I wanted to go and watch Lord of the Rings too. You know, because Lord of the Rings (laughs) too. T double O two. (laughs) Not two towers. (laughs) Not the two towers. No. I think it was because I'd seen him in the faculty. Oh, okay. Um, and Deep Impact. That I, I rec- and I kind of recognised that he was in it. Right. 
and I was like, oh, and I like him from those films right, as well. Okay, so partly, what, I think that might have had a little, yeah, just a little enticement to mm-hmm. Lord of the Rings as well, seeing that he was like the main character in it. But mm-hmm. um, so uh, I'll pick one um, off my list: Ian McKellen. Oh, he plays Gandalf. Sir Ian, Sir Ian, Sir Ian, <laughs> Sir Ian. Yes, <laughs> wizard. <laughs> Also watch extras. It's just funny. <laughs> um, that isn't even. We've not even got to. We've not even got to favorite lines and can you use them in real life? I say that all the time. It's not even from the film. <laughs> you shall not pass. Oh, see, we told you we were excited. I'm really sorry. I know. Um, uh, where's so, the tangent button again? I mean, respect. Ian McKellen is from Burnley. Amazing. Yeah, and he is like a heavy hitter of yes. British acting royalty. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, he. Um, it wasn't the first pick. No, unbelievably. Yeah. Like, you can't imagine anybody else playing no. Gandalf now. No. He's definitive. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, there was there was other people. I mean, should we save other people no. who might have appeared? No, go for or, it, yeah. go for it. So, yeah. um, <laughs> the role for Gandalf was originally offered to Sean Connery because Peter Jackson is a huge Sean Connery fan. Yeah. Apparently. Now, I'm getting this information from a, a website <laughs> called The Wrap. I have no idea what The Wrap is, but... It sounds reputable. This is what I have found. And and that was on other yeah. sources as well. Yes. About the Sean Connery offering. Um, and he turned it down, apparently. I believe, from what I read, that he mm. turned it down because he didn't understand the script. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, Sean. I mean, we lo- I mean, I we do love Sean Connery. Huge yeah. Sean Con- Connery fan, uh, and I love I love him in everything. He does kind of play the same character in almost everything, mm-hmm. but he does it very well. Yeah, I'm not sure he doesn't come across well, does he? You know, whenever mm-hmm. he was in, whenever he was interviewed or things that he said in the press, yeah, he never came across too well. No, that's fair to say. Yes, you know. Not making any comment, you know, neither of us knew him. Yes. He never seemed to come across too well. So to say he doesn't understand the Lord of the Rings <laughs> script is somewhat disappointing, I, but, I, but perhaps not uh, not untrue. I thought you were going to say it's because he didn't want to play like an old man character or something. Maybe. Because I could see that as like something that he would probably be like, Possibly. no, I'm not playing an old yeah. man. Yeah. I, I, can't, I just but, can't see it. I no. just can't see it. I, I don't mm-hmm. know whether that's just because Sir Ian does such a good job. Yeah. But I just can't see Sean Connery doing it. No. I can't picture it. According to Ian McKellen, he based his take on Gandalf off um, audio oh, yes. recordings of um, of Tolkien. Tolkien. Yeah. Have you seen, um, in the last week on Twitter, there was a, a clip of a BBC interview mm-hmm. um, of Tolkien. Uh, yeah. Have you seen it? No. Oh, my word. I mean, it, it's only about like a six-minute clip. Right, um, but I'm telling you, the quality of interviews back then, it you know, it's a serious interview. Right, okay. You know, they're not asking him what his favorite color was. You know, or, <laughs> <laughs> you know, who his favorite Spice Girl is, or yeah. whatever. You know, um, some proper like deep theological mm. questions. But these are man to talk I can to, I guess. <laughs> totally, yeah. You can hear. Yeah. You can you can hear uh, Syrian's performance in mm. it. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to have to find I just, that I just spotted it and I thought, oh, I'm going to have a listen to that because I'd heard mm. that, that he, he based it on. And yeah, yeah. It's not an imitation. Yeah. But it is definitely, a, you know, influenced by. Yeah. 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 Ooh. Very interesting. Other people that have also been mentioned, again, 
according to the rap. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's, it's, it's the level of my homework standard. <laughs> um, Patrick Stewart, Sam yeah. Neill and Christopher Plummer were all associated wow. and offered the role yeah. of Gandalf. I could go with Sam Neill. I, could, I, I would have thought he would do a very good job. I think he probably would actually. Uh, not to say the others wouldn't, but yeah. I, out of all three of them, I feel like if I had to have had an alternate yeah. Gandalf, I would have chosen Sam Neill. I'd follow. I can see him. Yeah, I can see yeah. him in, in that role. Uh, I mean, Sir Patrick Stewart. I'm sure would have would have done a good job. Make it so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he he apparently didn't like the script. I think really? I'm. I think I'm right. So, yeah, so Patrick didn't like the script, and oh, Serene okay. didn't. Uh, um, sorry, so Sean didn't understand it. <laughs> um, so yeah, I don't know what he's Fair not enough. to like. No, but apparently he didn't like it. Okay, he's not a stranger to you know, I suppose sci-fi rather than fantasy, but mm-hmm. he didn't like it. So. Well, he should have stuck with it, you know, because the, uh, according to um, Fran Walsh and Philippa Boyens. And Peter Jackson, they were doing like constant rewrites, exactly, like every yeah. day. They yeah. would, the actors would turn up and get like a new, slightly edited or different version of the script. So yeah. you know, maybe he would have liked it. He would like stuck with it. Yeah, maybe, maybe. His loss. Some of these other people, I'm sure, would have been great, but mm-hmm. I cannot see anyone else. No, in. I Mm-mm. just think uh, Serene. Well, everyone else's loss is uh, Serene, and indeed, all the viewers uh, gain. Yeah, absolutely, totally agree, hundred percent. Who have you got down on your cast list for? I've got uh, Viggo, Viggo mm. Mortensen. Again, not the first choice for the role. Yeah. Uh, quite famously. Mm-hmm. Um, the role was offered to Stuart Townsend, yeah. who I IMDb'd. Not really been in very much He's not really, before or no. since. Although he spent eight years in a relationship with Charlize Theron, so... Oh, right, you know, oh, okay. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, <laughs> not, not wasted his time while he's, <laughs> while he's been acting, I guess. But um, but yeah, he, he was. Uh, I think he, I'm not sure what stage he got to mm-hmm. um, in pre-production, but um, he was considered too young. Which yeah, looking at the age difference between him and Viggo, I, I think it was a good call to with, yeah. go for an older mm-hmm. actor. Footnote: Viggo Martinson is 14 years older than Stuart Townsend. He was 43 when the first Lord of the Rings film was released. Bob Anderson, swordmaster extraordinaire, claims he was the best swordsman he ever trained. He often does his own stunts, including all the burback horse riding in Hildargo, and is described lovingly by his Fellowship co-stars as brilliant, insane and mad as a fish. Because he's supposed to be 80? Yeah. Am I right? Yeah, yeah I yeah. think so, yeah. Obviously, it's from a race of men that don't age as the rest of people yeah, they, do. Yeah, they live, so, like, yeah, lo- yeah. much longer, don't but, they? But, 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 yeah, he needs to look like he's he's got a bit of experience under his belt, mm-hmm. doesn't he? And, like, um, he's used to living outdoors and just, like, wild camping left, right and centre. And Quite right, yeah, yeah. And Viggo is not exactly a method actor, but mm-hmm. he throws everything into his roles. Oh, yeah. 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 I believe he was walking around the set just like even going to restaurants with his yes. sword. Yes, I believe he was walking around New Zealand with yeah. his sword, yeah, which uh, might cause the local police officers. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. Um, again, not that. Uh, who else was, uh, was considered? Daniel Day Lewis. Yeah. I can see that. Mm. I can see it. Yeah. You'd have to maybe, you know, bulk yeah. out a bit from some of his more recent roles, but. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he, yeah, I've not seen Daniel Day-Lewis in lots of stuff, but 
just from a sort of my idea of Aragorn yeah, uh-huh. and things, I would have chose him out of the others that were associated. Yeah. Because one of the other names mentioned was Nicolas Cage. Uh, you, no. And then there was Russell no. Crowe as well. And I, I, I couldn't see either of I couldn't them. see Russell Crowe. No. I think one of the reasons why Russell Crowe turned it down, I, th- I think part of it was scheduling and mm-hmm. where he had to be. Uh, at the time, but one of the reasons why he turned it down was that he didn't want to do another role that was kind of like Gladiator. Yeah, um, So I can kind of see that, yeah. yeah. Um, Nicolas Cage, I <laughs> love unreservedly. So I won't have a bad word said. <gasps> no, I, that's I, fair enough, I think he could have done it. <laughs> I, I, I now want to see that version. I want to see I that version. I feel like he would be brilliant doing a voice in the cartoon version oh, from man. the 1970s, but I don't... No, don't I want to see that film. Him. I want to see that film. <laughs> <laughs> I know he's been in some absolutely dreadful films, but the man can act. You know, he really can. <laughs> he really can. Um, I would I'm love to have seen that. Laughing. <laughs> um, yeah, but Viggo... Oh, man. Again... I can see some of these other people in the roles, but mm-hmm. he, he made it his own role. Yeah. Just perfectly think, cast. Um, in the 20 billion hours worth of extras on the uh, extended versions, yeah. it had been a while since I watched them, so I did watch a few of them, right. like, over Christmas anyway. Yeah. And he was saying that basically, like, his first day of shooting mm-hmm. was um, doing the weathertop, oh, weathertop scene. weathertop, yes. Yeah. And he had to, like basically make it look like he, he knew what he was doing with yeah. his sword and everything but well, he convinced actually, me but all the all the rest of the cast that needed to do the sword fighting had had like weeks of training yeah. with this master swordsman and he'd literally had like two days he got off the plane in New Zealand went straight into like some sort of intense like swordsmanship training mm-hmm. and then had to go along and and basically own that scene like he knew what he was doing yeah. and he really does oh he managed to smash a ring wraith in the face <laughs> So, uh, yeah. I think it helps that the script was written that way, though. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't an accident. <laughs> it wasn't improv. No. no. <laughs> Who else have I... Uh, I've just put a list of uh, of the rest <clears throat> of the, the cast. Mm-hmm. Um, just to show how the non-British cast are outnumbered. Yeah. Um, by the British cast. So we've uh-huh. got... Uh, Christopher Lee, of course, the only member of the cast who has actually me- met J.R.R. Mm-hmm. Tolkien and who read Lord of the Rings every year. Yeah. That, um, that would take me every year most to of read. The year. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we've got Sir Ian, Billy Boyd, Dominic Monaghan, uh, Orlando Bloom, Ian Holm, Sean Bean, Andy Serkis, and Jonathan Rhys Davis, who are all from the UK. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm just going to put that out there. It's, yeah. it's a, it you know, is. And I think Peter Jackson originally wanted to cast all the Hobbits, um, at, at British right, actors. Right, okay. I'm not quite sure what happened, but, I mean, Sean Astin and Elijah Wood, I know they're not British, but uh-huh. can't take it away from them that they are excellently cast. Yeah, they are Samwise and Frodo. Absolutely. Definitely. So uh, we'll, we'll, maybe, we'll come back to, to them maybe in part two. Mm-hmm. MVP? Do you have an MVP? <laughs> I think Elijah Wood is, is the MVP. Yeah. Like, he himself just... He has so much of the work to do throughout yes. this, throughout the entire trilogy. Yeah. Um. And yeah, uh, what a weight to carry! Like literally, like the like ring. A ring exactly. Yeah. 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 He kind of draws you in, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Because yeah. he's us, mm-hmm. isn't he? Just the every person. Yeah. Because uh, I don't know about you, but I do identify with the hobbits. 
I like a bit of second breakfast, yeah. third breakfast, elevensies, you know, all mm-hmm. of that. Yeah. Big hairy feet, you know. Oh, yeah. Kind of yeah, thing. totally. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. So, about four um, foot tall. <laughs> yeah, I am. Three I am and a half actually, foot, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, he, he, he does carry the film. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I'm going to say in terms of storytelling that maybe Gollum is the MVP mm-hmm. because he basically starts the whole thing off because... He yeah. uh, passes the ring to Bilbo mm-hmm. in the prologue and yeah. also in The Hobbit, um, yeah. which we'll not go into. Nope. But uh, he passes the ring to Bilbo in the prologue. He tips off the ring rates about where... Oh, he gets tortured, bless oh, it. Oh, Gollum's just my favourite character out of the whole trilogy. Mm-hmm. Um, he's just such a... Oh. It's such a pitiful couple. We'll come back to that. Yeah. In 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 yeah, we've got in a Lord of the Rings like, two. Yeah. Lord of the Rings two. Lord of the Rings the two. two towers. Revenge of the Rings. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that sounds like a different film. <laughs> it does. It does. But yeah, I mean, he he moves the story on. The story mm. wouldn't happen. Yeah. So I'm going to say in storytelling terms, I'm going to say Gollum. The okay. whole thing wouldn't happen. Fair enough. I'm going to, uh, I've invented a whole new category, which is which is MUP, most useless person, um, <laughs> and that's Elrond. Okay. Uh, yeah. Why doesn't he just make sure the ring gets destroyed? You muppets. He's an elf. I know. You know. I don't understand why he just stands there and goes. Why doesn't he just into the fire? Yeah. Why doesn't he just it's push like... him into the fire? Why doesn't yeah. he just be brutal? Yeah. 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 That's what he should have done. Get him. Fight yeah. him. If you go down with him, well, you know. Exactly. Yeah. You've lived a long time already. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the more I watch it, the more annoyed I am at Elrond. Really. I know. It yeah. does. It yeah. does get on my nerves a bit, and then. When they have the council meeting, so we're, oh. get, we're getting into nitpick territory. We, yes, yeah. Um, yeah. But when they have the council meeting in Rivendell, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Who here will take it the ring?" What, to what it is one like, of you, you will have. To, he actually says, "One of you will yeah. have to say." What's wrong with you? Yeah, you've been there once already. You know, you know where the to way. go. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. Okay. And you've got elvish powers. I'm going to. I'm going to play devil's advocate here. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna give him a bit of leeway on this. He's been there once Mm -hmm. and he spectacularly failed to ensure that the ring was thrown into Mount Doom. True. So maybe he just, you know, doesn't want to go back there again and and fail again. Maybe he thinks someone else is better suited. Yes. You know, he's got a bit of PTSD. I'm going to just, you know... But you're right, yeah, every single time. which One of you will have to take it. Oh, I, Elrond. (laughs) Oh, Yeah. Did you what, not you leave your trailer braided that day? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. He's essentially playing Mr. Smith as well. He is. He's, yeah. he's just a slightly more genial version mm-hmm. um, of Mr. Smith from the Matrix yeah. films. Yeah. But um, yes, Elrond for MUP, <laughs> I'm going to say in this one. Gets my vote. <laughs> um, Favourite scenes? Oh. Well,. I'm so glad we were able to split this right. podcast into two yeah. parts as well yeah. as the films because it made it a little bit easier to pick oh, like, okay. favourite scenes. So you can have one from the first half and one from the second. Well, you'd say one, wouldn't you? But I've yeah. still got Several more than one. The, yeah. <laughs> uh, so um, little little snippet scene mm-hmm. um, is the bit with Merry and Pippin and the firework. Oh, that's cute. Because <laughs> I just love yeah. that bit. And yeah. They're so naughty. They yeah. <laughs> they're so naughty. And again, going to like the extras mm-hmm. on the um, Blu-ray, um, they, they basically were told that this this firework that they were, like, fighting over, yeah. like, you're you you you're supposed to put it in the ground, you're uh-huh. supposed to put it in the ground, it was 
on a string, like on a wire oh, okay. that was going right. to like shoot up quite quickly, but right. they weren't going to know when that was going to happen. So it was right. like okay. a big buckaroo, basically. Yes. And they were fighting over it. And it when it shot off, mm-hmm. it really genuinely did frighten Billy Boyd <laughs> so much that he went, Ooh! So that's a real. So that's a real oh, reaction. Oh, I'm gonna have to go back and listen of to him that like screeching yeah. because it really did shock him. <laughs> so that just makes that scene even funnier now. Yes, yeah, that, um, that is cute. It's yeah, good, it's a good scene. I like um, I like that firework scene. Um, I mean, this was gonna, <laughs> this was gonna be in. Could it start a franchise? Do we need a prequel or sequel? Which oh my make one for a while. Um, <laughs> but what I what I love about what the Lord of the Rings films do, is that they, they get the magic of The Hobbit across mm-hmm. so much better than the actual Hobbit films mm-hmm. did, I think. Because just like the the, the dragon, yeah. firework, mm-hmm. and Bilbo in the same scene, yeah. Bilbo sitting around telling them about the trolls. Yeah. You know, oh, it gives me goosebumps. Mm-hmm. So much better yeah. than when you actually see that scene in the Hobbit, yeah, exactly. Just that little snippet, and you uh-huh. go, "Oh, I remember the trolls, yeah." yeah. And then it, I think it's only in the extended edition they're in the clearing where the trolls are when yeah. Frodo is stabbed with the mm-hmm. with the blade. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's not in the cinematic release. No, it's not. No, the cinematic release doesn't exist anyway. So yeah, it doesn't matter. Um, but all those little bits, yeah. I think, capture. The, the flavour of The Hobbit mm-hmm. and just gives you that little, oh, like a little Easter egg, yeah, almost. it is. Just so much better than, than seeing it all uh, on screen. Agreed. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, the firework, the little firework scene is, is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. My other sort of favourite scene is Rivendell. And mm-hmm. I, will, I will narrow it down to Aragon and Arwen on the bridge. Okay, beautiful scene. <sighs> yeah, just beautifully just framed. and yes. heavenly and... Oh, yeah, just loved that and the music at that point as well. Yeah. Like Howard Shaw. Oh, I'm so well, glad you wrote this. Won an score. Oscar. Won an Oscar. Yeah. Um, but that whole scene is just so beautiful. It and is. And then the like little exchange as well. Yeah. Um, because in in the books, I know mm-hmm. we're doing film podcasts, but in the books you don't get that sort of relationship. Um, no. You don't get that much detail about their relationship. You get that the kind of wanting to be together yes um so i'm glad that they kind of make a little bit more out of it in the film but without going too far yes they don't make it like super melodramatic or anything but they just sort of have that little touching moment where she like you know it's not a crowbar in romantic Uh -uh. storyline unlike in other peter jackson middle earth films yes very well put yes very tactful. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it gives yeah. Aragon like a little bit more depth, I think, as well, because it kind of shows like what's driving him uh-huh. to want to protect Middle Earth and things as well. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, I love that. Bit. Yeah. What about you? What's your favourite scenes? Um, yeah, I'm going for the slightly less whimsical scenes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I love the whole handing over of the ring mm-hmm. um, from. Um, over to Gandalf yes. and then over to Frodo because the ring I know that 
filmmakers always make these kind of statements and they always sound very, you know, pretentious, but The Ring is a character, mm-hmm. you know. It is a character. And even in that scene, you see from The Ring's point of view. Yeah, even, yeah. You know, you see, when you see Gandalf looking down at mm-hmm. it, you know, you really and feel this thing <coughs> is malevolent. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's not just a ring. This thing has got... Mm-hmm. A per- well, it's obviously it is kind of sour on in, in you know yeah. all intents and purposes isn't it but mm-hmm. like a horcrux yes almost. it is yes but yeah I just love that <clears throat> just the whole malevolence of this thing mm-hmm. um, and you know you, you almost feel Gandalf being drawn down that path but yeah. he has the strength to resist mm-hmm. and then it gets passed over to Frodo I just love that whole that whole scene because it just introduces this little ooh yeah mm, this is getting a bit dark yeah it is yeah yeah, it's yeah. a bit creepy, that bit. Yeah, yeah, but I like it. I love the whole Brie sequence, mm-hmm. the whole thing. Yeah. Um, the Peter Jackson cameo, yes. obviously, <laughs> love it. Drunk um, Yeah, and the uh, the sign of the Prancing Pony, because am I right in mm-hmm. thinking, is that a title? Because a, thi- a lot of the lines in the film are chapter titles. Yeah. Aren't they like a shortcut to mushrooms? You know? yeah. I'm sure the sign of the Prancing Pony is a... It might be. And you see the sign. Yeah. Just the whole, the introduction of Strider slash Aragorn. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, probably like yourself, because I hadn't read the book, mm-hmm. when he first appeared, I was like, oh, I don't like the look of him. I know, yeah. Oh, he's obviously a bad guy, and yeah. then you're not quite sure, mm-hmm. and they're not quite sure, yeah. um, and then he protects them. And the, the the whole thing where the ring wraiths come in, and you think that the you know the hobbits are sleeping soundly in the bed, but obviously they're not, it's a big ruse. Mm-hmm. When, you see, when you've seen that once or twice... Yeah. It becomes quite obvious yeah. that the ring rates are in a in the diff, in a wrong room. Yeah. Um, but the first time you see it, you're going. It's actually oh my word! It's going to be a really short film. They're all going to die in the beds, and obviously that doesn't happen. I love all that. It creeps me out that bit where your really nice barman is like hiding in the kitchen, and the ring rates are just like drifting past, and he's going, "No, please don't." Here. That I'm I like, know. Oh. That gets me every time. Yeah, it's like these things are scary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's not just hiding because he's um, well. He doesn't even say anything. Mm-hmm. But no. just the scene and the way it's shot mm-hmm. um, and the way he's acting, his you know his expression is just these are very 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 bad mm-hmm. things. You know, yeah. and they're not hiding because they're cowards. They're hiding because they are mortally terrified yeah, for the lives and possibly eternal souls. Yeah. Uh, and they don't yeah. even really know what they're terrified no, of. No, no, but they know these things are bad. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and basically everything with the ring rates. I know yeah. I, you've gone down a whimsical route. I I've have. gone down I the, could I pick just, more. Um, yeah. I could pick some others as well, but yeah, yeah I just kind of thought, mm, yeah, those two little bits in particular, yeah. do, like the first one makes me laugh every yes. time yeah. and then the second one I just oh, oh. it brings out my mushy side oh. <laughs> he's got, got a mushy, mushy side, side. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I just love all the scary bits yeah um, no, I just think they properly crank too. up the tension don't they yeah. you know yeah um, the Brandywine Bridge mm-hmm. um, oh sorry no, the Buckleberry Ferry Buckleberry the Buckleberry Ferry, Ferry. Yeah. right is there any running I've got to the Buckleberry Ferry? <laughs> yes. That's that's the that's the, the main bit of running. The most I intense bit of that's running I've so ever oh seen my word. outside Scary. of a zombie film. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Right, but I promised you that Benny Hill would make a, a resurface, <laughs> okay. right? You're going to have to watch it again or even just look at the clip <laughs> on, <laughs> on, on YouTube because one of the Ring Raid's horses says Benny Hill at that point. <laughs> he does, he says Benny Hill. <laughs> 
I'm just going to have to leave that with you right now. I will look at this later. He does. Okay. He does. And once you've heard it, you can't unhear it. Maybe we can do this. This is a footnote. My reaction maybe to watching will. that. Yeah, clip. maybe we will. Maybe we will. But yeah, many. It's not me. That's it's other people have have spotted this and pointed it okay. out. Okay, it's a fact. It's an actual fact. Brilliant. Um, I think the other. Um, yeah, apart from everything with the ring race, because mm. I just think they're amazing characters, um, the introduction of all the other characters mm. in Rivendell, because it's yeah. kind of like a heist movie, isn't yeah. it? We're getting the gang together. Yeah. Um, and I always... We went to see... I may have said this before, because I'm getting old and I repeat myself, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, we went to see the Bond film that has Sean Bean in as a, as a bad mm-hmm. guy. That's mm-hmm. not very good. But um, And... In the cinema that we were in, when Sean Bean first appeared on the screen, someone in the cinema went really loudly went, Bean. <laughs> and forevermore now, whenever I see Sean Bean on the TV, I have to do it. I don't know why he did it, but it was, just, it was really, really funny. That is funny. <laughs> so, yeah, we have to do that all the time. So, yeah, when, whenever he appears at the Council of El- Elrond, you know, yeah, have to say it. See, Sean Bean's been ruined for me. Um, what, because the, the Yorkshire Tea commercial? Yorkshire what what, what all is that? Is him going, for Yorkshire! What on earth is that advert? <laughs> Every time I see him now, I just literally, my head goes, for Yorkshire! I'm like, it's just, what is it? I think it's dead funny, don't get me wrong, it's just the, the adverts are bizarre it. and yeah, hilarious. That's, yeah, I don't understand. They're so random, but yeah, it just... That's just in my head now. It's almost like the people behind Yorkshire Tea have gone, <clears> how <throat> much will it be to get Sean Bean? Because he's from Yorkshire. Uh-huh. And they've gone, well, it's X amount of money. Okay, um, can we get him to dress up as the dude from Game of Thrones? No, 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 because that's somebody else's intellectual property, so yeah. you can't do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, what about your man from Lord of the Rings? No, no, can't do that, no, because mm-hmm. Peter Jackson still are, you know, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Still owns the owns the rights to that. Okay, so what can we do? You can give him a sword. Yeah. Oh, we'll do that. Mm-hmm. We'll just get him in. A, yeah, we'll, yeah. We'll, we'll get him in a boardroom and we'll get him to wave a sword around. Excellent. It just doesn't make any sense, like, does it? Tea. I wonder yeah, if in it order to sell has tea. sold more Yorkshire tea though. Well, we're talking about it to be fair, aren't we? Yeah. So, I mean, I like Yorkshire tea. I don't mind. If you it, want to yeah. send us a crate, you know, we, we, mm. yeah. I can love it if you send us a crate. <laughs> I'll go decaf. from I don't mind it decaf to I love if you it. don't mind. But, yeah. you know, that's my preference. <laughs> Is there any good food? Oh, well. We're talking hobbits here, so they're jolly well better. Yeah, I mean, be good food. Bilbo's party looks pretty impressive. Oh, that cake. Mm. Which apparently actually set on fire during <laughs> really? uh, during Bilbo's speech. Right. Because um, I think it was made of polystyrene underneath oh. all of that. Disappointingly, it wasn't a real enormous cake. And, yeah, there's one bit where he's doing the speech where you can see a little bit of smoke in the bottom of the frame, and I think the cake was actually <laughs> on fire. Okay. But they just, you know, ploughed through with the, with the scene. Like I, when I was at the cinema last week and they said there's a fire alarm going off. We're just trying to figure out if you need to leave or not. <laughs> It's just like, well, we'll just sit okay. here and wait, shall yeah, we? Yeah. <laughs> we have to point out at this juncture, this was New Year's Eve. It was. And may potentially have been a staff member who wanted <laughs> to go home. Or it may have actually been an audience member who was watching Matrix uh, Resurrection oh, with no, you. No, 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 no. Come on, come on, it definitely wasn't that. <laughs> I've only seen the first hour, but, you but I was enjoying it, it okay. up until that Fair point. Enough. Fair yeah. enough. Um, on, yes, on the hobby, in fact, all the food. All the food is related to the hobbits. Yes. Yes, I think I'm right in saying that. So, the, I mean, you, you're introduced to the hobbits in mm-hmm. the prologue, which is obviously longer in the extended edition. I, I love the... It just introduces you to the hobbits by... You've got that one unnamed hobbit 
mm-hmm. who is speaking to a pretty lady hobbit <laughs> and is only interested in her muffin and that again is not a euphemism yeah and, genuinely and that's basically, just distracted by the food exactly no, by no, the food not. yeah which yeah. tells you everything you need to know about hobbits mm-hmm. um and subsequently we've got the breakfast on the campfire, mm-hmm. the breakfast on Weathertop, which essentially Bad costs... Bad idea. Yes, exactly, yeah. Costs for all those Some sausages soul. and nice crispy bacon. Put it out your balls. Second breakfast, Eleven's is lunch and afternoon tea and mm-hmm. dinner. Mm-hmm. I think my favourite bit of food and or drink in this half of this film is the pint. Oh, yeah. I'm getting one. <laughs> I, would Which, want I didn't put this in favourite lines in Can You Use Me in Real Life, but I do use that. <laughs> <laughs> it comes in pints. I'm getting one. <laughs> oh, it's what about second breakfast? Is one that I use. Definitely, yeah. yeah. What about yeah. second breakfast? I don't think he knows about second breakfast. <laughs> um, so, so, yeah, moving swiftly on to favourite lines in Can You Use uh-huh. Me in Real Life. I use a lot. Use yeah. a lot of them. Yeah. Um, yeah, what about second breakfast is the one that I've written down because it is one that I genuinely <laughs> time, do yeah. use. Like, quite a lot. Some of them are probably from the book. I haven't been back and read the book since. Probably should do. But uh, I'm sure that this must be from the book. I feel thin, sort of stretched mm. like butter spread over too much bread. Oh, yeah. you just it's... it's such a good description. Mm-hmm. It really is. Of Bilbo's just, he's just lived too long, yeah. hasn't he? And, it, and yeah. it just kind of has like that little sinister... Edge to it, it does. as well. Yeah, yeah. Ooh. It's just such a good line. Very good and foreboding. Yeah, yeah. Um, I love uh, the introduction of Gandalf when Frodo mm-hmm. runs to meet him. Oh. And he says, you're late. <laughs> a wizard is never late. <laughs> he arrives precisely when he means to. <laughs> yes. Oh, do, no, do you use that? early. Do you, <laughs> yes, that's right. Do you use that in real life? Oh, well, <laughs> if I ever get pulled up for being late at work, I think thoroughly intend to use it yes uh, like it's literally that... there and i'm waiting for the opportunity yeah 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 so, you would have to hope yeah. that you're speaking also to someone who's a fan <laughs> or you may think you're a little mad yeah i'm used to that though the amount of times <laughs> i shout random film quotes because i think someone might get it and no one does. <laughs> nobody does and i'm like uh, i, I feel your pain funny. i feel your pain i miss those days when we used to work oh, together no. <laughs> Uh, keep it secret keep it safe is something I do use quite a lot I do, I do say that a lot in what context don't know whenever I've just given something to someone that I yeah. don't want them to lose yeah oh, okay. you know, all the time fair enough yeah yeah. Uh, again whether the whether they're a fan or not but you know it's, just, mm-hmm. it's a good line it's a good line I think in this film we get the first Frodo which is just a great thing to shout <laughs> at all random occasions there's a lot yeah. of Frodo there is a lot of Frodo yeah there is yeah. But it's, you know, emphasising he's the main character. He is, yeah. Uh, don't turn me into anything unnatural. <laughs> yeah. uh, I quite like. I wasn't well. dropping no eaves. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't dropping no eaves. Oh, he's so cute. Yeah, he is. I'll, I'm going to have to read this because I, I can't remember the, the quote, but I do love it. I don't know half of you half as well as I should like, oh, and yes. I like less than half of you half as well as you deserve. That is such a good line. I completely yeah. forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. unbelievable. I listened again to the uh, to the commentary with Fran and uh, Philippa and Peter, and apparently Ian Holm was n- was normally amazing mm-hmm. at ADR. He could you know completely overdub his lines mm-hmm. perfectly, you know, as if it was the first time he'd done them. Yeah. This speech is kind of playing a little bit. He's had a little bit too much mm-hmm. of the gaffer's own brew, mm-hmm. and he's a little bit slurry. Mm-hmm. And apparently 
just couldn't ADR it at all. Oh. It could not reproduce <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, you know, the kind of slurring required. Yeah. So they had to tidy it up in the edits. But uh, I mean, that's a that's a brilliant line to say mm-hmm. at, at, at any time. So to have to do it again and exactly on the ball, then yeah. wow, you know, I, know. I don't think there won't be many people that will be able to do that. Mm-hmm. I don't think you can not mention. One does not simply just walk into Mordor. Yeah. I was thinking, it is a gift because of all the times that I've seen memes yeah. with that photo. I yeah. it is a gift. <laughs> Completely out of context. Yeah, um, indeed, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, so many memes. So many memes. Thank you, Scene Bean. Yes, thank you, <laughs> For Bean. giving us those lines. Amazing. I mean, I know he didn't write them, but, you know. Nobody did read them off a sheet of paper yes. in his lap, apparently, because that was one of the many <laughs> scenes that was only written the day before it was due to be, yeah. Which is, I think, why he... Obviously, you see the meme, mm-hmm. and he's looking down, isn't he? Yeah, so he's in looking very stressed. Yeah, yeah. one does not, he's looking down. But he's and, actually um, just reading his Apparently line. he is just refreshing his memory of what comes next, yeah. <laughs> oh, bless him. So there you go. Yeah, so that That's line, presumably, was just written the uh-huh. morning, you know, mm-hmm. the morning of the, of the shoot. So that's pretty amazing. And my other two favourite um, lines are from, from the uh, Council of Elrond. I will take the ring to Mordor. <sighs> though I do not know the way. <sighs> I know. <sighs> the look on Gandalf's face. Yeah, it's like... Heart, what you feel inside, yeah, yeah, it's like that bit in The Simpsons where uh, your man's heart actually breaks, <laughs> yeah. and you just see on his face, he knows, yeah, that Frodo has to go, he knows it's gonna happen, he does, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah, he knows it's gonna happen, mm-hmm. he doesn't want it to happen, but he knows it's gonna happen, and just that little that look on his face, mm-hmm. just amazing, yeah, spine tingling, mm-hmm. and my. my which is one of my favourite, like, because because I love it when people say the title of the film. When Elrond <laughs> says, "You shall be the Fellowship of the Ring," it's a bit cheesy, but you know, yeah. there it is. Yeah, yeah. But it's extra good because it's got the music behind it. Yeah, amazing. Spine tingling. Yes. Any any other favourite lines that you can use in real life or not? Oh, that I can use in real life. I didn't think about the real life use, you know. <laughs> oh. It's probably these are probably all just slipped into your regular vocabulary anyway. <laughs> right, so please. yeah, I don't have any worse lines because there aren't any. Um, no. In terms of other film references, again, <clears throat> I don't really have any because I just think it's so original. I just don't think Peter Jackson's that kind of director. No. Um, you know. Yeah, I don't think he does tend to reference other films. Well, he certainly couldn't reference any of his previous work, I don't think. No, no, <laughs> definitely not, no. Um, the only thing, and I'm sure it's just a... It probably, this probably wasn't even planned, mm-hmm. but the only other reference that uh, I do have a slight inkling whether, you know, I wonder whether they wrote this on purpose, when um, Boromir first meets Aragorn, Strider, mm-hmm. uh, were the, uh, the shards of Narsil. Yeah. And he picks it up and he pricks his finger. Yeah. And he says, still sharp. Uh-huh. He didn't he play sharp? <laughs> didn't Sean Bean play sharp? <laughs> yeah, he did, yeah. How have yeah. I never put that Exactly, together? yeah. I How only kind of tweaked that when I was re-watching it this time. It's like, you know, I'm sure it's not, but, you know, it just, yeah. made, it just made me smile. Yeah. Like, I just wonder whether they'd given that it. Because that, again, doesn't happen in the book, does it? They don't see the... Shards of, I mean, amazing no, I that in Rivendell they, do, no. they just have these ancient artefacts lying around for anyone to pick <laughs> up a mall with, and they clearly don't have health and safety either in Rivendell, do they? You know, 
Um, but yeah, so that's not in the book. Mm-mm. Not that I can remember. No. But yeah, that's about the only other reference mm-hmm. I could come up with. Um, is it a mole movie? Now, accusations have been made against Tolkien for not having much gender equality mm-hmm. in his books. But I am going to defend him on this. Yeah, fair enough. This is a war film. <laughs> yeah. The whole trilogy. It's about, you know, he'd been, mm-hmm. he was in the First World War. Mm-hmm. Was he in the First World War? Was he in the Second World War? Oh, my. My, my chronology. footnotes. Yeah, my chronology's up. gone off. But he was in, he was in a, a large world battle. war. Exactly, yeah. yes. Footnote. Tolkien served as a second lieutenant in the First World War, losing two friends at the Battle of the Somme. He developed trench fever after four months in the trenches that influenced his writing and had to return to England. He spoke about but didn't fight in the Second World War, in one quote calling Adolf Hitler a ruddy little ignoramus, which seems polite in the extreme. So the stuff that he'd seen had obviously Uh influenced his writing. Mm -hmm. Um, And certainly at that time, women weren't involved in any kind of fighting. Mm-mm. Not that they weren't involved in the, the war effort, yeah. but they weren't on the battlefield. Yeah. This it is it's a war film. It's yeah, a it good is. and evil, it's you know, there are battles. Uh-huh. So, you know, why would he put women in his mm-hmm. in his books? And I'll hold up that the women that are in this film and yeah. the other films are outstanding. Yeah, I think so. I, there might I not be agree, many yeah. of them. Like I know we can only really talk about like the one woman in part one. Yes. But when we get to part two as well, mm-hmm. um, yeah, the both the female characters that appear in this book, yeah. in this film, uh, yeah, they contribute. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Arwen saves Frodo's life, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. And then she kind of, like I said earlier, you know, she's she kind of drives Aragorn. She pushes yeah. him to be... The man that he's supposed to be, that he's kind of been running from as well. So, yeah. but she does it in like a nice way and gentle way. Like she doesn't say like, "Come on, mate, pull your socks up, get your act together." Yeah, and put that crown on your head. You know, mm-hmm. um, she's very supportive of him, but like trying to like coax him into like being who he's meant to be. So, but yeah. even before we have that scene, we have the you know the the, the chase on the oh, horses, God, yeah. and you know she she's fierce. Yeah, she that, means business. Oh, yeah, that bit where she faces off with him against. Uh, yeah, the race at the other side of the river, and she's like, "If, if you, you want, want him, him come, come and claim him." him. Oh yes, it's like go on, girl. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Apparently, she cut herself with a sword at that point. <laughs> <laughs> Accidentally, she stabbed herself in the leg, <laughs> and just carried on, you know, as you do, professional. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I've ri- I've written down. Yeah, it, it's it's not a traditional mo. It doesn't tick the boxes. There mm-hmm. aren't two women who talk to you know each other about something other than a man. No, yeah. but. Neither does it fail the sexy lamp test mm-hmm. because Arwen cannot yeah. be replaced by, by a, lamp. A, a, a lamp with a post-it note on it. Elrond you know. could. <laughs> yeah, actually, yes, we might not be in this predicament if we'd have done that in the Fair first joke. <laughs> but yeah, it's not a traditionally feminist film, but no. you know, I'm going to defend it. Yeah, fair enough. I'm with you. Yeah. And the defence will run right through the other films too. Absolutely, Yes. Soundtrack. What is to say? Howard Shaw. Already said it, genius. Wow. Yeah. So glad that he won the Oscar for it. Yes. Yeah. Um, well, well deserved. And uh, kudos to the London Philharmonic Orchestra for 
playing mm-hmm. the music so beautifully as well. Yeah. And and the like gazillion male voice choir and mm. the little yeah. choristers that provide all like the nice sort of heavenly mm-hmm. music and Enya. I think did anyone or did she get nominated? Oh she was I nominated. Think she got nominated for, yeah. um, for best original song. Yeah. But the Oscar. I think it was a song from Monsters Inc. that won. Excellent. Yeah. Oh, no, I we'll should have laughed. I like Monsters Inc. <laughs> um, uh, you've got Aragorn singing as well. Mm-hmm. Which um again it just yeah. rounds out his character. It does. It? Uh, and isn't in the other version. True. Um, but yeah, the score's just amazing and gives you goosebumps. Yeah. It really does, yeah. yeah. It just like it doesn't interfere with what's going on. No. On the screen. It just adds to it, it just like lifts it. It does. So much. Yeah. Yeah, and just all the individual Amazing. themes, the Shire yeah. theme. Oh, I love oh. that. So yeah, yes, yeah. just and the, and the when the um, when Isengard is being turned into the Uruk High oh, factory, yeah. you've got that really like the anvil ominous, banging yeah, noise yeah, and everything. Yeah. yeah, it's all in like a funny time signature, and mm-hmm. yeah, it's an amazing, yeah, amazing score. Very well deserved Oscar. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is it a bit far fetched? <laughs> I guess for our Earth, it probably right, okay, is. But, okay. you know, if we lived in Middle Earth, maybe it wouldn't be so far-fetched. Yeah, you know? yeah. Uh, but taking it on its own <laughs> on its own merit and on its own logic, <laughs> is it a bit far-fetched? I've always had a problem with how does Gandalf get through the ceiling at Isengard. Yeah, I've, I've always had a bit too. of an issue with that. Yeah. Because he's not got a trap door mm-hmm. and another magic, but mm-hmm. they can't walk through walls. Well, you know, they're not shown that they can walk through walls, and I'm guessing Gandalf can't. And, but well, Saruman at that point's got his staff and Gandalf's staff. True, yeah. So maybe he can, like... Maybe, maybe. I don't know. Well, I'm just thinking, when we're going on to film two now, but mm. um, if Gandalf can walk through walls, he spent an awful lot of time faffing about at the entry <laughs> to the Mines of Moria. <laughs> you know, when he could have just nipped in, you yeah, know, true. and come back out again and gone... I don't think it's a good idea we go that way, lads. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I'm not having that. Yeah, uh, fair enough. Yeah, but that's just a little minor quibble. Yeah. But every time I think, how does that work? Mm-hmm. He ends up on the roof, he starts off inside, ends up on the roof. Mm-hmm. Not quite sure. I always um, feel like that's a little bit of a James Bond-esque thing as well, that scene where he okay. keeps Gandalf like... I mean, I know it's just how it was in yeah, the yeah. original story, so they've mm-hmm. got to do that, really, yeah. but... Um, you know, when the baddie always has James Bond, and then they <laughs> yes. go... Put him in another room where exactly. nobody can keep an eye yeah, on him. Yeah. Let's not kill him and right now. And then he now. escapes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I feel like, well, bad on you, Saruman. Like, it's your own fault that he, like, You put him on the roof. Escapes. Like, you know, a wizard. Yeah. What did you think was Like, you've got happen? a big, like, menacing-looking tower. Yeah. Surely you've got a dungeon in there or something. Yeah. Yeah. I or just know. kill him. What's he even alive for? Yeah, I, I, I guess he's kind of like hoping well, that the, he might be able to turn him. Possibly, yeah, because he does. But, yeah, admittedly, he does give him another he chance, trying. doesn't he? Later on, yeah, yeah, he does. Um, he gives him another chance to convert to the dark side. Yeah, yeah. maybe, maybe. It is a bit James Bond. It? it is a bit. Yes, yes. Do you expect me to turn to Sauron? No, mm-hmm. I, I expect you to die <laughs> on a roof on your own. <laughs> Sad story about the moth. Did you, did you hear about the moth? The, no. It's a real moth. Is it? I mean, not all the way, obviously. That'd be yes. amazing, you know. I think it's a CG moth up to a point. Mm-hmm. But um, when he actually has it on his hand, it is. It's a real moth. And these moths only live for a day. Oh. So said moth, hatched out in the morning, um, was a, an, an international film star in the afternoon 
and then turned up his little does the moth have toes a name? in the no a name? I don't think so. Oh, I've not like checked the credits like though. To be named fair, and so credited, I think so. Yeah, yeah. Maybe maybe he's in the credits. I'll have to uh, watch it next. So we we haven't got to the credits. We've yet. not. Ah, That's true. So there you not. go. Might be might be in there. So yeah, I have a slight <laughs> problem with that. I mean, we're not going to go. But the Eagles. It's an old it's an old argument, isn't it? Yeah, you and know, it's pointless. The Eagles are convenient. Yes. Uh, you know, let's just move on. The Eagles are cool. They are, yeah. You know, yeah. they kind of move the plot forward in some ways. When necessary, and, yeah. yeah. Why, why don't they just drop the ring into Mount Doom? Because they don't. That's yeah. it. End, end of conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, the other... Th- there are many theories on the internet about how does Gandalf know that Gollum has given Bilbo up? Yeah. Now, I, I, I read around this because mm-hmm. I couldn't remember from the book and I read around this and apparently the official line is that Aragorn and Gandalf mm-hmm. um, find Gollum when he's been released right, okay. um, from from the clutches mm-hmm. of Sauron and all his little minions. Uh, he releases him yeah. to do more nefarious work mm-hmm. and Gandalf and Aragorn catch up with him yeah. and they find out that he's you know, been tortured and he's given this information up. Yeah. But then apparently there's a subsequent 17-year interval between Gandalf leaving and coming back to the Shire. Ah. So that kind of messes with the timeline because wouldn't you think the ring race would have gone out straight away? You would so they'd think have got so. to the Shire before... Anyway. Yeah. So the film, quite cleverly, and, you know, I'll say this now, but we can touch on it, you know, at any point during the rest of the... Mm-hmm. I'm going to put it out there. Yeah. The, the books... This is a very, very rare occasion when the books have... When the film is better than the book. I'm mm. going to put it out there. I'm Fair sorry. Enough. I hope I don't get any death threats. But <laughs> I do think there are bits like that where the film just, you know... Does a good Concertinas all of that together. Yeah. yeah, there's not 17 years, mm-hmm. no. Yeah, there's just can... a period of a few months, you know, Gandalf goes and comes back. But that doesn't explain in mm-hmm. the film how he knows that Gollum's given him up and the ring reds are on the way. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah, I've, I've recently... Uh, who's got time to read the books every year, Christopher Exactly, Lee? I know, yeah. So I've recently re-listened to the audio oh, okay. versions of it. Yeah. Not the Andy Serkis ones, though. Um, Does that but, not take longer than reading it yourself? Uh, well, the thing is, so I have multitask. a bit of a commute to work. Oh, okay, so yeah. So I just do it on my way to and from work that and makes lunch sense. and stuff. So I actually rattle through them quite quickly. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I think... If I remember rightly, it is years in the book. It is, yeah. It is years in the book. And my impression of the film is it's about a year. Right, or almost okay. a year. Yeah, yeah. Before Gandalf comes back. Uh-huh. But, um, yeah, I don't know how. Mm. I'm not sure on that one. But I think the answer is he just does. He just does. He just knows that. Yeah. He's a wizard. Well, he's, he's got little... Don't forget, he's got his little moth spies moth. and stuff. Exactly, so. yeah. Maybe that's And it. also, you know, I know he doesn't come into it, but um, Radagast speaks to all the animals ah, as well. True. Yeah, and yeah, him and yeah. Gandalf are pretty tight. Yeah. So maybe... Possibly. Maybe he's, like, you know... Yeah. ...got the word to Gandalf that this has been said. Yeah. yeah there's endless possibilities. Do you know what? I don't really have a problem with it. I am nitpicking. <laughs> it does always... Every time I watch it, I do yeah. think, ah, do you know that? Yeah. But, you know, it doesn't spoil the film. No, the point really is, doesn't. these tiny little mm-hmm. things, they don't spoil the film. I do have a slight, like, how does the <clears> even star work? Just a... Yeah. You know, just by handing over a piece of 
costume jewellery. Is that, you know, you, ha- you have my life now. Is that yeah. how it works? I yeah. don't know. I don't I'm understand. Not sure. But, you know, maybe, we- maybe we'll find that out later. In the- if I'm concentrating <laughs> a little better, we'll find that out later. In- it seems, in the yeah, it seems to, like, kind of contain her um, Essence, immortality. Immortality, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Uh, so I'm assuming all elves have something like this, Possibly, or maybe it's just yeah. something that she's gifted because she's kind of a princess. Yeah, because her name is Arwen Evenstar. Yeah. And she has an Evenstar. Yes. yes. So yeah, I think her immortality is contained in within it. that. Right. So whoever she passes that to. So I think I the know, idea is like she would of... just keep it herself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But if she chooses to give it, yeah, away. Is it as simple as that? You literally just give someone your immortality to hang around their neck? It know. just, you know, what if you lose it? What if you yeah. break it? Well, I think he does, doesn't he? Yeah, I think he does, actually. Yeah. <gasps> Spoilers. Spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know how that works, but anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, has it dated? And is it is it COVID safe? Oh, it's definitely not COVID safe. Well, most of it takes place outside. <laughs> so, you know... Maybe. Yeah, and we all know now you could have had parties outside for as long as you wanted to, <laughs> but hey, let's not go down that Let's one. not, no. Um, so, uh, yeah, I suppose it is outside. Yeah, but... most of it is. I feel like the cram together in Moria. True. In the mines. We're not in, we're not in Moria yet. Oh, We're not sugar. in Moria See, yet. I just skip to the end. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's a couple um, of pubs. There are a couple of there pubs, are pubs that are quite It's very crowded. busy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They have the big massive party, which I know is outside, oh but is it outside? is a big party. True, yeah. So yeah. there's and there's some tents, so there's people in tents. Yes, yeah. And it's very it's buffet food, I assume, which is all like you know, pause multiple pause yeah. on butties yeah. and going no, don't want that one, putting mm-hmm. it back. <laughs> <laughs> I I'm don't not think, the only one that does that. I don't think any hobbits <laughs> ever put any food back. No, that's true. That doesn't happen. Also, I don't do that. <laughs> no, you never put any food back either. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> If I've picked it up, I'm having it. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I think most of it's fairly fairly COVID safe. Yeah. Oh, man, could you imagine if they were in the middle of filming this now? Oh, well, like two years I ago. With two, what was it? Thing what was it? Back. Like 2,400 extras oh, my word. throughout the entire yeah. filming of the trilogy. Yeah. Trying to do that with COVID restrictions? Yeah. It's not happening. No. You'd have been waiting another 10 years, yeah. at least. Yeah, thank goodness that didn't happen. Yeah, thank goodness. Um, has it dated? I mean, I Crazy. don't think the special effects have dated Mm-mm. at all. I think some of the the scenes where they're trying to show people being different sizes, mm-hmm. some of them look a little shaky now, but I think it's just because you know yeah, because if you've watched it enough times, yeah. with the commentaries and mm-hmm. like you say, watched all the DVD oh, extras, oh yeah, watched the extras, it's yeah. mind blowing. And what the they ma- had to do, oh goodness, it's it's oh. so impressive. But I think it almost. I mean, I I love DVD extras, and like you say, I've watched, I've not watched them for a while. But mm-hmm. when I first got these um, Blu-rays, I watched, you know, watched them all, all yeah. the way through, all the extras, and um, I do like good. DVD extras, mm-hmm. but I think sometimes they do spoil it a little bit because you go, oh, I know how they did this. Yeah, and you're kind of looking for it, mm-hmm. and you go, yeah, that isn't Ian Holm. Yeah, and that isn't Elijah yeah. Wood. Yeah, So I don't think I don't think the effects have dated, mm-hmm. but I think it's just with prior knowledge, mm-hmm. it spoils it a little bit. Yeah, just a little bit. Yeah, because you just go, oh, I know how they did. This. Do you know? I mean, like those kind of effects, especially where they're having to do like the differences in the sizes yeah. and stuff. You know, the 
I know what you mean. Like, if you know where those bits are, exactly. you are looking for them. But do you know things I think that, like, still really stand up mm-hmm. are, are, like, the bit, you know, in Isengard when you get, like, the sort of... Oh, that's such a good shot. When you're following yeah. um, the sort of evil birds. Yes. Oh, what are they called, those birds? I don't know. Um, when you're going into Isengard yes, down into the like, yeah, yeah. and you're flying through all the sort of mining that they're doing down there and yeah. the and the evil digging that they're doing down there uh-huh. and the creating of the orcs and stuff. Yeah. Again, have I gone into second? Part? No, no, no. Territory? That isn't the no, first. No, that's definitely um, the first part. That shot where they're like flying yeah. through those caves and those caverns. Oh man, that is incredible. And this film is twenty years old. That's done with like miniatures. Miniatures, yeah. Bigatures. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then like. CGI. Yeah, yeah, that's it's um, but it still looks incredible, and the amount of detail is ridiculous. Yeah, and even just the sea, like the weather top. Mm-hmm. Um, that's just a hill. Yeah, uh, with a I think that's that was done with a bigger shoe. Yeah, and, I think and, it was. Yeah, you know, sticking it all together with the uh, with, with CG glue. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's unbelievable. It is. Yeah, I think the special effects definitely, because a lot of them were practical. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I recently caught a little bit of the first Spider-Man film, the first Tobey Maguire film. Yeah. Um, and I still love it, but mm-hmm. it looks a bit shonky now. It does, yeah, right. Yeah. Really, like, again, it's something I watched while I was off with the lady. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know why I went back to it. I just thought, oh, just I think they just put them all on the telly recently for yeah. some reason. Oh, yeah, I can't imagine why. Yeah. Uh, but, <laughs> but, yeah, yeah it does look a bit the clunky first now, one. doesn't it? Wow, it looks yeah. a bit like a cutscene from a video game, doesn't mm-hmm. it? Uh, I'm not sure when that was, what year that was. 2000 was it yeah so you know not doesn't predate this film by too much and Mm -hmm. yet the special effects are nothing like yeah and again i just think it's because a lot of them are done practically Mm -hmm. you know with actual physical Mm -hmm. models yeah um and clever filming techniques yeah rather than cg which can date can it yeah it can but i mean um like even the cgi sort of people that worked on the film Mm -hmm. Peter Jackson wanted his own yeah. company like we, we to to do those special effects. So he basically got like the best people for the job together mm-hmm. and was like, "Come on, we need to do this so we can keep hold of this yes. ourselves and not have to exactly. like go with someone the studio picks." So I they think, were really pushing the envelope. Yeah, on, really, on really effect. pushing. Amazing. Yeah, and they kind of came through for it. Absolutely. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, I don't think. Yeah, I don't think the special effects are dated. Mm-mm. I don't think any of it's dated. I think there's a lot of themes in it that are quite current, like mm. the creation of the Uruk High. You know, it's like yeah. a form of genetic modification. Yeah, it? you know. Yeah. <laughs> and famously, Tolkien wasn't a fan of the Industrial Revolution and like the country, and he was mm-hmm. essentially a hobbit. Yeah. Um. You know, wasn't a fan of technology. What stood for technology at that at mm-hmm. that time, and he didn't like the trees being destroyed and you know, green belt land being built yeah. on you know and all these things are still current today aren't mm-hmm. they absolutely so yeah i don't think it's dated very much Mm-mm. not really um and we've done do we need a prequel or sequel i suppose this just leads into uh next month's mm-hmm. uh, because obviously we yeah. can't we do need a sequel we need to see the rest of this film for a start yes and then we do need sequels because you can't just make one film and then not make any more... It's called a um, trilogy for a reason. Indeed, yes. Unless it's the Golden Compass, obviously. Oh. Yeah, yeah case, Yeah, I should probably stop there. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, any other business? Uh, have you got any uh, juicy IMDb reviews? Okay, so um, there's a four out of ten 
review. So these are the things that dragged it down from the, from ten. Yeah, yeah, essentially utter nonsense. It's yeah. hilarious, but um, this is this is the worst one that I found. Uh-huh. Just skimming like the top sort of twenty yeah. or so. Four out of ten. We begin our journey. This was an epic undertaking from director Peter Jackson, and it was well worth the effort. And he is able to bring the original text to life in vivid detail. This sounding from, good. This isn't sounding like a four-point yeah, exactly. something story. From great performances from the cast to the great use of CGI to bring some of the book's key moments to life, the film deserved the plaudits it received upon release. Yes, it's overlong and quite dark in places. I don't know if they mean story-wise or lighting-wise. I'm not yeah. sure. Um, but you know, it's not. It's not DC. No, good <laughs> so, no. It's not. But some it's of the a, Harry Potter ones as well are just yeah. impenetrable, some of the later ones. Yeah, so um, it's a good retelling of a classic novel, and even then, some details are left out to keep the running time down, which, seeing as it's Thank nearly goodness. three hours long to start with, is saying something. Right, so how well, is that problem? Four stars? Is that four, exactly. Why is there no pleasing you? Maybe they're just reviewing the first half <laughs> of the film. Maybe it's actually a 9.6 Maybe. Um, rating, but they're just reviewing the first half. Now, this one is a jet, this one's a proper hater. Five out of ten, I just don't understand. Is Sean Connery? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's <a> Sean Connery. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe it was like, damn, I can't believe I turned down that yeah. role. <laughs> I was in Dragon Ball. I know, I'll it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, how can there be so many positive reviews about Lord of the Rings? Oh, sorry, no, the abbreviated Lord of the Rings to T L O T R. No. And it's like all in capitals too. No, no, no. That's not no, how you abbreviate no, this no title. There's no definitive article. No. It's like Suicide Squad. Yep. Um, I hated this movie. It was so funny because I watched this with my mum and during and the everything. last hour we were laughing, cracking jokes in the theatre, constantly <gasps> oh, saying, when no. will this be over? Oh, well, I am well, soon sorry. As soon as you leave, that's when it'll be over. You'd, you'd have to have you the next You would not be cracking jokes and laughing with your mum if I were in that no. screen. No, no way. Me neither. I no. would be kicking out. Not, and that's not just because it's Lord of the Rings. That goes for any film. Absolutely, yeah. Even the most yeah. rubbish films. Yeah. Don't do that, people. It's just occurred to me also that Sir Sean Connery didn't understand the script mm-hmm. for uh, Lord of the Rings, mm-hmm. and yet was in Highlander. <laughs> that's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> so and yeah. indeed, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Oh, nobody understands that. No. Um, Maybe maybe, maybe he just learned his out. lesson from Highlander. Possibly. Maybe yeah. he just thought yeah. that was really hard work. Yes, I'm not going to do anything again unless it's yeah, yeah quite straightforward. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair enough. That's fair enough. Um, this person continues it was way too long and every time I thought it was going to get good once again another boring scene would come along maybe this would have been more enjoyable if all three movies had been released together at least there would be some closure at the end maybe this is the person I went to see <laughs> maybe it is cinema. yeah um, there were too many effect shots too. I just can't understand That's, how this could have been nominated what? for any awards. Rubbish. The only reason I saw it was it was big at the box office. I didn't really care to see it in the first place because I usually don't like movies set up for sequels except The Matrix. <laughs> Mate, if oh, any film man. should not have had oh, sequels other than potentially so the new one, true. The Matrix shouldn't have had the sequels. Oh dear. I, I can rubbish. only hope that that review was written before they saw <laughs> Matrix 2 and 3 otherwise yeah. they would have to eat their words yeah oh my word yeah and as for the as for the slow and boring bits I mean we didn't do um, fast forward or check your social media but that's because I there are some bits that are long especially mm-hmm. in the extended version like duh obviously mm-hmm. but I think they are scene setting yeah 
and there's a lot of character development. You know, the party at the beginning, that's mm-hmm. quite extended, isn't it, in um, uh, it, it, in the extended edition. And But it sets the scene, and we get Merry and Pippin, mm-hmm. we get all the introduction of the characters, and yeah. one of the reasons why Bilbo wants to leave, and we get the relationship between Frodo and, and Bilbo, don't mm-hmm. we? And we've got all of that. Yeah. And even though it's long, I don't want to skip it, mm-hmm. because it still makes the beginning of the Hobbit film... That was, I should say, the beginning of the Hobbit film makes the beginning of Fellowship uh, look like a Michael Bay film. Yeah. <laughs> or, you know, directed by Guy Ritchie. Uh-huh. Um, you know, it's it's still it still holds your attention. Yeah. I don't think there's any bit of it. It might be long, mm-hmm. but it all keeps the story moving. Yeah, I think it's like Fellowship of the Ring is basically a three-hour version of what mm-hmm. Marvel took, like, 12 films to do yeah, to bring right. together the cast for the Avengers film. Exactly. And then yeah. a further, what, eight films to bring everyone yeah. together for Endgame and Infinity War. So, they, yeah, they managed to do that in yeah. three hours and, and it's not boring and it's No, not all, at all. Yeah, I just think it's well-paced. And the, the bits that are fast-forwarded uh-huh. have been fast-forwarded out of the book Yes. So the bits in the book that you want to fast forward yes. have been cut out of... Sorry, Tom Bombadil. The, I know, <laughs> I know. Yeah, and sorry, Tolkien, I'm sure, you know... I know. He, I'm sure he loved Tom Bombadil and the Barrow and all of that On, on, on oh, an audiobook listen, it's actually not that bad. Is it not? No, it's all right. It's all right. I did find it impenetrable. Yeah. And I know quite a few people who've just stopped reading at that point because it's like, when is, yeah, when is something work. going to happen? I think I powered through that bit, but then got stuck with the ends the end. in the second book. <laughs> yeah. um, Who are your partner's favourite characters in the entire trilogy? <laughs> no, I don't understand. I'm not sure. yeah. I do understand that, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll draw a fail over <laughs> <laughs> I was... I know we've done this maybe once or twice on previous mm-hmm. podcasts where we've looked at like the titles of films. Oh yes, yeah. In other countries, like yeah. how it translates, <laughs> and um, I came up with a couple that were like my favourites. Yes, yeah. my absolute favourites. So um, in Swedish, mm-hmm. I think it's just they just call it Lord of the Rings. I don't think okay. they can be bothered calling it like Fellowship the whole, of right, the Rings. Okay. Lord so, of the Rings one. Lord of the Rings is Sagan am Ringen. Sagan am Ringen. That's yeah. Am Ringen. That makes and a lot of sense. In German, uh, and I'm really sorry for my pronunciation <laughs> because I don't speak German, but it made me chuckle. De Herr der Ring, die Gefharten. De Herr der Ring, Gefharten. Die Gefharten. Die Gefharten. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm guessing that's The Fellowship. Ah, okay. Die, yeah. Die Gefharten. Yes. So if you ever need to know what fellowship is in German, Gefharten. I'm probably never going to know that, but uh, I'll need to know that. Might come up on like. A quiz show or something at some point. Maybe, maybe. yeah. I yeah. mean, I doubt. I think that the Swedish title does sound a bit like an Abba song. <laughs> it does. <laughs> In Sweden, they weren't quite sure they were going to make any others, so they just called it <laughs> Lord of the Rings. Maybe like your, your friend or family member, they didn't even realise yeah. there was going there to was be more films, films to come. Yeah, yeah. maybe. So, yeah, yeah. Maybe Japan's was pretty short and sweet uh-huh. as well. I can't remember what they called those yeah. now, but it was literally just like Lord of the Rings. Yeah. I think it was just, they uh-huh. couldn't figure out the fellowship so maybe they did indeed have lord of the rings 2 and lord of the rings 3 <laughs> maybe yeah. we'll find out we will find point. out yeah yeah but not next month because next month no. we're doing part two mm-hmm. yeah so uh so the rest of this podcast is to be continued on yes. disc two 
on disc two. Yeah. yeah so uh, just... we're going to give you time to go for a little toilet break. Yes. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> get e- the ice cream and popcorn in again. <laughs> you know. So yeah. So we'll let you eject your uh, DVD. Yes. And of the switch. Herder Ring DVD. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, yeah, just uh, next month, just pop the DVD in and press play, and we're back for uh, for part two. Indeed. <laughs>